0: Welcome everybody back to the Fire Talk podcast and YouTube channel. So today, this is the topic that has been asked about many times. Our original plan was to do this topic either the day the season ended or the day the Padres were eliminated from playoff contention. Um, we are recording this on Tuesday, and the reason we we kind of expedited this episode was because a lot of people are talking about Jace Tingler potentially being fired right now, uh, just not even making it through the season. And so I'll ask both questions, but one, should the Padres fire Jace Tingler now? And do you think they're going to? And I let off with Chase last episode. So Isaac, what are your thoughts on, on this whole Tingler situation?
1: I think you pretty much have no choice, but to finish the rest of the season with Jace Tingler, you have like around 20, 25 games left. Um, so I think you're just going to have to stick with him the rest of the way and hope something changes. Like I said in the last episode, the only way you can keep me optimistic is by telling me the amount of games we have left and that we're only half a game back, but the way this team's playing, there's just no way that I can be optimistic right now. Now, regarding Jace Tingler, I've I've said it before. I hate the fact that we have sort of a rookie manager. Um, a 60-game season, I, I don't necessarily consider it you know like a a GM's real first test I think last year you had the the fortunes of you know having two top five MVP vote getters on your team and you know the emergence of Jake Cronenworth an amazing season just an amazing 60 game season from Will Myers and Trent Grisham um just overall that team played really well now but I can't put that on Jace Tingler. Um, I just think that was a bunch of guys coming together and trying to get the MLB to put them like, to notice them because I think they knew, okay, we're a good team and we're hungry and and we want to be good. But it's not like Jace Tingler really. I can't think of anything that Jace Tingler really did to get that team going to get that team. Get me thinking like this guy's a great manager. A lot of boneheaded decisions this year, especially going back to that extra inning Dodger game, the second one in, in at Petco Park the dude completely blew it. He blew it. A pitcher was hitting fifth. And how many times did we have? To, did we see the Dodgers intentionally walk Manny and Jake to potentially – those guys could have ended the game. Each time they came up in extra innings, they got intentionally walked. And instead of having to face one of the two best hitters on our team, they got to face Ryan Weathers, Joe Musgrove. Um, I forgot who else hit. Maybe Jake Moriznik. I don't know. But blew it. It was horrible. I don't think it was Jake Myers either. I there. I legit think it was just pitchers. Um, it was horrible. That was a clinic on how to run the worst managed game ever. Now, like I said, I don't think he will be gone this season, uh, like in season. But I think after the season, there needs to be some serious evaluation, very serious evaluation. I think, you know, you go to the Astros who hired Dusty Baker to be their manager and no way the Astros have a better have a better roster than us. There's no way. I really don't think they do on paper, at least. The White Sox, I don't really like Tony La Russa. but guess what? Both of those teams are two of the best teams in, in the AL. They're managing young teams, not really young teams. I wouldn't say the Astros are a young team, but the White Sox are sort of a young team that was kind of like us on the come up. And they're have their first in their division. So I think that's kind of the the benefit of an experienced manager you 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 know you're you, you have a guy that's able to guide a team through a 162 game season to to get this young team over the hump to get them to know that like this 162 game season is completely different from 60. and uh jay singler is not that guy
2: <sighs> finally i've been wanting to talk about this for a minute no however i do not think jace tingler will be out before the season ends but however if the padres do miss playoffs i do think that he has to go in the offseason he's made a lot of errors we even mentioned it last year we kind of chalked it up to him being his rookie manager in his first season he got bailed out by a lot and a lot of talent last year we've had some incredible career years for some guys in a 60 game season but we were all worried about like How is he going to navigate a 162-game season? And we're seeing it right now. It's not pretty. It's not good at all. Between the bullpen probably having the most innings in every history, all the starters kind of struggling, position players struggling, just there's no fire in the team. He He doesn't do anything to fire up the team. Sometimes he criticizes players when he shouldn't. He's been giving some really, really bad answers in some interviews right now, going back to probably starting at the uh, 16 inning Dodger game. The way that he's tried to explain himself, he just kind of nants. So he just says whatever. It just kind of hopes that it, everybody lets it fly by. Um, you can tell that he's an outclassed manager in the league. We have some teams that shouldn't be beating us, beating us like. We shouldn't get swept by the Rockies. We shouldn't get nearly swept by the Diamondbacks. We shouldn't be losing four in a row with the possible losing seven in a row against the Giants. We're way too talented of a team to be losing this much. And at one point, you have to point fingers to the manager for not doing anything. The lineup lacks consistency. His bullpen choices have always been questionable. Putting the pull pitchers too early, deciding to leave pitches out there too late. Some just hanging them out to dry. We saw that with Ryan Weathers a couple times where he was just thrown out there because they didn't have anyone else and they just left him out there to get rocked. I mean, and I don't even think, when's the last time Ryan Weathers was coming out of the bullpen? I don't think any of us can answer that.
1: I think it was the Dodgers series.
0: Well, then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been much lately, though.
1: Yeah, like.
2: Okay, we thought this kid was going to try to get his confidence back in the bullpen and hopefully, you know, make a spot back to starting. Could really use it now. We're down two pitchers, but don't see that happening. Um, it's just been one thing after another with Jace Tingler. And it's kind of shown like we played really, really good baseball at the beginning of the game, uh, beginning of the season. Everybody was patient at the plate. They were running, they were doing hit and runs. They And they they bunted every now and again to move a guy over, just played sound fundamental baseball. And now here we are. And it's like Jace Tingler has lost the clubhouse. Nobody's like, has like any sense of team. Everybody's kind of just swinging out of their shoes, swinging first pitch, missing, striking out. Nobody's really stealing any bases. Nobody's really walking. It's, It's just been a mess. And all you can do is look at Jace Tingler and saying, What is going on in this class and why haven't you fixed it? It's been a month and a half. We are nearly 500 when we were fighting for a first place spot in July. And here we are now. What has happened? And I think that's the the question that every Padres fan is asking. Why is Jay Singer still here? What does he provide to a team that another experienced manager doesn't do? And what does he do more than that experienced manager? And I think all of us can say it here. Absolutely nothing. He doesn't bring anything else to this team that another manager couldn't do and probably do a lot better than Jay Stingler's single season here. Uh, that's all I got right now.
0: So I think there's there's a few factors like to go into it. One, the lineups. Lineups are absolutely atrocious. You can talk about how, you know, and, and I've seen this argument too. I've seen some people saying like, hey, it's not Jay Stingler's fault that the team isn't performing. That's 100% true. But it's also his fault. When you have guys, when you have Tommy Pham hitting cleanup, when he's the worst player hitting with with guys on base, and there's no reason behind it. Many, many of you guys that are listening right now that comment a lot provide better reasoning behind what you think the Padres should do than the answers that Jace Tingler gives in the post game like press conferences. They'll ask him, "Why did you think? He, why did you go with this?" Oh, I, I don't know. I just I had a feeling. Like it's like, dude, what? What do you mean? Like you can ask someone here and go. I think this guy should hit because he hits better against lefties or he has this stat against lefties. If you ask Jace if, when when Jace Tingler's asked those questions, it's like, oh, he's been he's been looking good lately. So so you're just going out there, base it on the eye test day before? Like that's that's a terrible way to make decisions. Um we've heard him talk about the fatigue of the bullpen, saying that he doesn't see that that's a factor. Well, let's look at it statistically. You have the best bullpen in the league. And you have the best ERA in the league for quite some time. And let's not act like the starters were out there just throwing gems because they were not early on in the season. But they pull the starters so many times early on. And it was working, but it was just like a ticking time bomb. And we have said that, I think, since the beginning of the year with him because last year in the 60-game season, it made more sense to do that because you're playing 60 games. But this year, it's like that's you can't throw a bullpen every fifth a bullpen day every fifth day and then pull your starter in the fourth inning or fifth inning three out of four times in those days before that like it it's not gonna work and it has not worked and it has been an absolute disaster so I think those are the biggest ones reasons why Chase you're talking about like what does he provide I could not tell you if any of you guys can tell me like. And and not like what he doesn't provide, what he does bad. If you can tell me one thing that you've seen from Jason, Reed, it's like, oh, he does that really good. Because even if you're like, oh, he has the guys backs, like, does he really? Because he goes and gets ejected, and he like has a nice calm conversation with the umpire for for five minutes, and then they throw him out, and you don't even know he got ejected until two innings later when they flip to Skip Schumacher. You you saw the criticism of Tatis on the three zero grand slam last year. This year, you did see him defend Manny. I think that's like the sole bright spot of the Jace Tingler uh, tenure as manager in San Diego. So I, I don't really know, like, wh- what has he done? The approach that the Padres have had at the plate has been horrible. They have left guys on at you know extreme levels, and they still have like they're they still have Fernando potentially winning MVP. Machado still having a good year. Cronenworth has had a good year. Will Myers has been super hot lately. But they don't even play him every day, and he hits like seventh. You have to play the guys when they're hot. Even Hosmer's been playing well lately. Like, and like, there's been guys that have playing well that have been playing well, and like, it doesn't change. Like, they, they don't. There's no adjustments made to help the team. It feels like. So that's why I I I think they should fire Jay Singer at the end of the year. I don't know if they should fire him now. I don't. I don't think that provides anything. Like, what are you getting out of that? Unless you fire him now and Skip comes in and they just start they just flip the switch. Now that that would be something pretty special. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna fire him now. I don't think they're gonna fire him at the end of the year. I think they should. If they fired him tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset about it. That's for sure. But I I would expect that I I want them to fire him at the end of the year, but I don't think they will. So that's all I got. Um, is there anything real quick? I, I know we were trying to make this one a little bit shorter, but is there anything else you guys want to add really quickly before we take off?
1: Yeah, I brought up the whole experience manager thing, how I would like to see the Padres hire an experienced manager. I saw a stat, I think it was yesterday, something interesting that the Padres haven't hired an, a manager with experience since 1988. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if Bochy was experienced when he came to us. I don't remember. I mean, I wasn't even born by then. But if that's the case, lots of concern. Um
2: i just know andy green i think was a third base coach in the diamondbacks organization at one one of the levels obviously that didn't work out very well we all know how everybody loved andy green so much in san diego we can just count home buyers his best buddies with them um obviously tingler isn't working um i don't remember if that black was because i think that's like the only other true manager that we get, probably all remember but
0: mm-hmm.
2: even then he, he had to deal with some of the worst rosters and mlb time uh, the padres history so yeah. can't really blame him too much he did have like a couple successful seasons so you can tell where the padres are lacking and uh, you can't continue to experience uh to experiment with managers here you need an experienced guy like Isaac saying
1: Especially because this is supposed to be the best Padres team ever. On paper, this is supposed to be the best Padres team ever. Where is that? Like, we, we only have one MVP ever in our franchise, and I'm not discrediting the greatest hitter of all time, Tony Point, in my opinion. Um, I'm not going to discredit him. He's a Hall of Famer. So right now, you have a guy playing at an MVP level. That team that had the MVP went to the World Series. This team with the MVP might not even make it to the playoffs. They're, they might not even make it over five hundred, and that's with Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado, Jake Cronenworth, you know, Joe Musgrove, Yu Darvish, Blake Snell. Like, how does a team that stack just suck this bad? You know, and that all comes down to player development. Um, I brought it up earlier. The Brewers. Devin Williams, number 18 prospect in 2016 for in the Brewers organization, not in the top 100. Corbin Burns, number 19. And Freddie Peralta, number 20. And those, all three of them, are some of the biggest contributors for the Brewers this year. What about us? No one? I can't think of one. Fernando, I guess you could say, came up in our system. Not really. Um, actually, no, yeah, he did. Jake? came immediately from the from the Rays organization. So paddock. Paddock. Even yeah. then you can still be like, meh.
2: got to us, then had Tommy John, and then kind of worked his way back from Tommy John. And yeah. then he did good, but then had a really bad sophomore slump. You can look at Mikia as a failure. You can look at hedges. You can look at Renfro, you can oh. look at Margot, you can look at um Carlos Asuahe. You can, I got a list I can go with a lot. We a lot. traded these big names for because they were top prospects and had all the talent in the world, and only two of them have stuck with us. Really, yeah,
1: but regarding, uh, yeah, exactly. I agree,
0: and honestly, I feel like that even kind of makes it like. It shows like Tingler and also like I will say like if they fire Tingler, it's not like oh everything's fixed, let's just oh it's all good now. Like, no, there there's definitely some issues. So also, we have not criticized AJ Proler much. I think we might have to criticize AJ Proler in this future. Oh, no,
2: there, I, I, I've been holding that back. I, I've got a few things to say about that. Because
0: he's done he's done some great things. Yeah. But he's also done some very really odd bad. things. And they're weird. Like they're they're weird things. So I don't know. It's it's tough, and, and it's one of those things too. They it's the expectations, like you said, Isaac, were so high. If this team was pulling out with a a terrible roster, then of course, like it wouldn't be that big of a deal that they're not doing well. But th- this team was supposed to have a deep playoff run, a a World Series contender. Then they start the year and they show that they are that level of a team. They at one point, like a month to two months into the year, they had the best record in baseball. And then they just completely died. So I, I think that that you, that you need to move on from Jace Tingler at the end of the season. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, but I am in full support of him doing that. Uh, so I think that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, also, we're going to be doing a mailbag episode for uh, Thursday's show. So any... Questions that you guys have, please comment them in this video and then we'll get to those and we'll pick a few out and then we'll just discuss those in that video. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure to post any questions that you guys have, um, but that's going to do it. So thank you all and we'll talk very soon.